All right, here we go. So, Perik base. We we discussed last time that the Ramchal here is discussing two aspects of the heroes. One aspect of the heroes is what he's calling the Maisev. The other one is Be'inyanov, which he alternatively, alternatively refers to as a person's derech in life. What's the fundamental difference between the two? So he said, one is in the details, one is in the general picture. Another way of saying it is, one is when I'm in an action, when I'm involved in a situation. Someone just stepped on my toe and they called me a uh, blundering fool or whatever it is, right? What do I do in that moment? That is, you know, do I punch him in the nose or I, you know, do, do I insult him back or like, or, you know, what do I do, right? So that is a question of mice. That's a question of mice. What is the, in this action, I have to analyze the action I'm about to do. Do I do this action or not? That is what it means to be careful to do, to be Zahir Bimaisev. I'm right now in the moment, I'm about to do something. I have to think, stop and think for a minute. Am I doing the right thing? The other aspect of the Hughes is in general checking yourself, introspecting, reflecting on where am I going, which means this is not Bishas Maisa. That's the difference. Right? The the derech, the, the assessment of one's pathway in life is not Bishas Maisa. It is it is when you're sitting at home and everything's quiet and everything's nice reflecting on the types of things that I do. Okay? Which is why the comparison that he makes is two very different comparisons. First comparison, he says, the first man who is not careful about his actions, he is worse than an animal. Because an animal doesn't do something that's harmful to it. So why does he do something harmful to him? Which means we're talking about an action which is harmful. The action, uh, he's doing something right now to damage himself. He's... You know, he's sticking his hand into a burning oven, right? And an animal is better than that because an animal wouldn't do such a thing. Now, the second one, you can't compare you to an animal anymore because animals don't have foresight and reflection and contemplating their pathway in life. Is a good path or not, right? So that's, so he doesn't compare it to that. What does he compare it to? Lion man walking down a riverbank. Exactly. Where the action itself is reckless, but not. Uh, but, but there's nothing bad about it, right? It's not, it's not doing something something bad. It's, it's the fact that you are basically exposing yourself to potentially doing some really harmful things, right? And that's exactly what a person is doing. Who's not contemplating his pathway, he's going to keep on stepping in these landmines, right? Because he's he's never reflected on. The fact that, you know what, I should really maybe not be walking in this minefield, right? Or maybe I should get a map, etc. Okay? So those, those are the two. Now, the, we discussed, we discussed in, in actually, I should go back one step and talk about Perak Aleph. Perak Aleph, the first chapter, spoke about what? Who wants to recap for us quickly? Yosef, what did the first parak talk about? Generally, what the, what the purpose of life is, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Now, where on the Sulam of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoyer does that appear? 
Huh? Where on the sulam, where on the ladder, on Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoyer, which this book is based upon the sulam of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoyer, where does that first chapter appear on the sulam? It would be the first, uh, be the first wrong. The first wrong, right. So, interesting thing, we, uh, we, we don't really see that there is... Uh, what will it be called? So the answer is that wrong is called Torah. The Pichas Benyar says Torah maybe lidei zehirus. Torah brings a person to zehirus. Zehirus brings to zehirus, etc., etc. So that first parak, although we didn't t- label it, right? But that parak is called Torah, and he explains in Seder Vikuach that the point is that until you have the Torah guiding you and explaining to you which things are valuable, which things are not valuable, which things are very del- detrimental to your health, to your spiritual health, and which things are not, etc. We don't really know which things are what. So how are you supposed to be careful of anything? The example he uses is someone looking at a woman's small pinky, staring at it and, you know, kind of looking at it, right? So, a person might say, okay, so what's the uh, what's the harm in that? I didn't hurt anybody, and what, what's so bad about that? Right? So, but the Pasuk tells us, Ushamarta Mikol Davarai, you should guard yourself from all evil. And talks about a Balkari over there, a person who has a seminal mission. It means you have to be careful from seminal missions, some omissions are the result of what? Of thoughts throughout the day. So, And the Torah calls it Davara, calls it an evil matter. So the Ramchal proves from here that you need the Torah to tell you which you know, the severity of the different things, otherwise you won't know it. So now that I understand the severity of the different actions, now I'm ready for Zahirus. I'm going to be ready to be careful in the action itself. I learned Torah, I learned about the, the, the different mitzvahs, about the different prohibitions, I know the severity and the importance of the different ones. Right? Good. But now we're saying something different. Now we're saying, Jill, there's a whole nother level of Zahirus called being careful in, in, your pa- in your general pathway. Because even if, you know, if when faced with a particular action, you might like to be careful, but if you're not careful about the overall pathway, by the time you fall into the river and it's dragging you downstream, right, it's a little bit too late. It, it, it's going to be very, very difficult to paddle your way out of the river. Right? And as we said, the river represents what? Nature. Exactly. Right? Nature is, follows the rules of gravity, it goes downstream, right? Water represents taivas of Olamazeh, indulgence in the physicalities of this world. So, once a person has fallen in, it's a little bit too late. So that is why a person has to be careful to contemplate his pathway so that he doesn't fall in. Okay, so that's where we left off. Vihine. Is there a mushroom between the mushroom give regarding the difference between an action and a derech? Maybe we already want to talk about an action. Is there a mushroom give for a derech? Like, I chose to be a pure rabbi and I should have been a pulpit rabbi. Or so vice versa? Not me. Not rabbi. What is, what is the derech we're talking about? 
I mean, I mean, theor- I, theoretically, I guess maybe if he feels it's like literally like it's kind of like a bad situation to be in, but I would say more. It's you don't have to change professions. It's about the overall behaviors that I'm doing, right? What's my overall attitude to things? How am I, you know, what's what's my content? Let me ju- let me reflect on what's going on over here. How am I how am I engaging life? Now, if it happens to be that a man is like a uh, he, he went into selling. You know, women's cosmetics or something, right? It might be worthwhile reflecting on whether that's like the best pathway. You know, considering that there's special laws about those guys who go door to door and you know. Right, it's true. It's true. You have to be extra careful about yichud with you know. Has to be special like you know leniencies with those guys and matters of law because it's such an important profession to sell them cosmetics. Oh yeah, what are the leniencies? Yeah, I'll show you the halacha. There's there's good morals about this. The guys sell cosmetics because it's it's a lofty profession because you're helping women look beautiful for their husbands. Okay. Um, that withstanding right, um, it's probably still a profession you, you want to stay away from right because you're when you're powdering her nose you know, it's very difficult not to be we just sell we don't actually powder noses <laughs> oh is that what's going on are you actually in the business I'm not in the business I'm just you know, the royal weed okay you get the point yeah um, so yeah, so uh, th- theoretically, if a person is in a line of work that exposes him to unnecessary dangers, spiritual dangers, then perhaps he might consider getting a different career. But more, he's saying to reflect on my overall conduct as a person. What am I? What am I doing? What am I? Am I? Am I generally speaking? Am I? I thought it was like a person like if a person's lazy or a person just doesn't take things seriously overall like if they if they naturally take a lot of time to do something and they just have a very lackadaisical attitude to yes. say so it's like so that, that's that would be in Zrizus we're in Zahirus right now right but, but, but it's similar it's type of a thing it's an aware, awareness of a lack of Zahirus lack, a lack of Zrizus Right. That's what we're talking about, Durachov? Like the Zahirus currently. Right. Yeah, sorry, Zahirus about a lack of one's Zrizus. Is that what we're talking about? You're making about? a little bit of a shalom. I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're trying to put it back into Zrizus. I mean, let's stick to Zahirus. I mean, the person, again, if you're. If a person is not careful about where he walks, then yes, you can, you can try. That like every time you start falling off like into the river, okay. you like try your best to like grab on and, and, and not fall in, or if you do fall in, to swim back out. But then you just get back up and you start walking along the along along the edge of the river again with your eyes closed again. So you're gonna keep on falling in. There's a reason why a person has continuously wasted time on his phone, time and time and time again, and maybe you looked at things you shouldn't look at, right, there's a reason for that, oh, you know what, maybe I should change the overall approach, right, maybe I should consider certain, you know, putting certain um, rules and regulations into place. That's, uh, a, that's, that's what the boys mean by derech. Yeah. So it sounds like a, like a 
like a mida that's causing a pattern of behavior. A conduct which is causing many instances of error. If I, if I have a business, I keep losing. Every time a certain situation happens, I lose money. Every time, like, you know, I, I pay, the way I set up my, my clients or whatever it is, every time that there's a, you know, that there's a whatever, I, I, I get hit. Every time something I, I, I So maybe change the strategy of how you set things up. You know, it's interesting. Mike Pence, our vice president, he has a right. policy. He does not consume alcohol at any dinner that his wife is not present with. And it's one of these evangelists. I forgot which, you know, I don't really know too much about them, but one of the big evangelists. Evangelicals, he had a pledge where he had a bunch of these guys sign up for it, where they do not consume alcohol at any event or dinner if his wife's not there with him. And he was ripped apart by the liberals, you know, for it. But there's a prime example of it. Bill Clinton Perfect. does not have that policy. Just contrasting it. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that would be a good, that would be an example. Huh? philosophy. They right. Or yeah, you could you could dig deeper. Why is it that I am a person who is prone to this type of behavior and drinking? Let me let me let me try to work on that. Let me try to introspect. Why is it that if my wife wasn't here, I would probably get drunk and do things I shouldn't do? Let me take a step back and ask: Why is that the case? There's a Froom Healthcare Group with their policy out of New York. You're at that business law conference that I spoke. Their official corporate policy is like whenever the sales reps go in pairs, they have to stay, huh? In a different hotel, and they have different car rentals, meaning that they don't fly together, they don't drive together, they don't stay in the same hotel. It's official. It's a company policy that they've implemented. The front company? Yeah. That makes sense. Not all of the employees are from. But, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to tie this thing just one more. Just because you have, you know, a lot of the reps are nurses, right? And, you know, so you have a firm guy. Whatever it is, right? Either. You, know, you, you, mean, you mean female nurse? Yeah, you'll have a fe- you'll have a male from you know why you guy flying with a, a nurse and they're not necessarily you know what I'm saying? And so they female nurse. Them. Yes. Hey, hey listen, I, I'm not go- you know what I mean. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to go. No, there. Just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just pointing yeah. out that Yosef is right. a male no, nurse. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? It could be that the nurse is male and the, and the other rep, the business guy that's with them there, they sell wound care supplies, they're a big thing. Right? could be a female, right? It, it doesn't necessarily have right. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, just you know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm just saying. I, I haven't actually looked at this, and I've not seen this firsthand, but I have heard the word about that Google has a policy that their employees are no longer allowed to give each other hugs. Oh, yeah? As a, as a, as a level of shmear, because it's like a sexual lawsuit. Well, sexual, sexual harassment lawsuit wouldn't happen. Because it's just like, no more hugs. Mm-hmm. But that ties us back in. Okay. That, that, that actually is an assessment probably that the legal counsel was like, yep, that's a good idea. Right. So, okay. So, so, right, so, so, that, you know, so these types of things. So, so a person might have to set certain boundaries, etc. But the point is, you know, having an overall assessment of my general conduct so that I don't step on those landmines and then try to, like, you know, overcome the the situation as it's happening. That That's very, very difficult. When, when you're falling in the river, it's difficult to get yourself out, right? So don't walk near the river with your eyes closed. It's not a good idea. 
Okay. Okay. So, Vihine, so Yirmiyah Novi is about to show us exactly this principle that the Ramchal has just been telling us about. The concept that not only the person has to be careful about his actions, but he has to be careful about his pathway, about his general path. Shahayu malimim einehem mimasehem. They were hiding their eyes from their actions. Without paying attention to what they are. Should I do it or should I do it? So they weren't paying attention. Which one is that? Is that the lack of Zahirus on the Derek or on the Misa? No, there was, they were not paying attention to this action. Is this a good action or a bad action? Should I, should I do this action or should I leave this action? Okay, at the moment, but I guess you, you can't really have that clarity if you're not doing the Derek beforehand, right? Well, theoretically you could, but to put me, that, that is what's called the heroes on the mice. The heroes on the mice is that is, I'm, in a, I'm in a situation and I ask myself, should I do this now or not? Right? Should I respond to this person the way he spoke? Should I respond or, or not? Should I eat this food or should I not? Right? Should I go on this, uh, you know, go, go on this trip or not? Whatever it may be. Yeah. That is that is uh, so that's in the Maisim. So we're expecting to be listening to about Maisim now. But says now look at what he says. Ve'amar leim, ein ish nichem also no one um, is um, changing their mind um, bewailing over their evil lay more to say what did I do Kulo shove all of it all of the people return in their running pathway in the, in their Railroad tracks, kisus shote v'milchama, like a horse running wild in war. Now, when a horse runs in a war, when there's bombs going off, etc., to a certain extent, it kind of like is like galloping like crazy. It, it could, you know, it could go off the side of a cliff. It, it's it's not thinking about what's happening. It's not it's not weighing up its pathway. Vehainu, that is. Shayu Rodfim Vaholchim Bimirutsas Hergalem Vidarkehem. They were going in their path, they were going in their habit, they were going in their way. Mibli Sheyanihu Zman without leaving over time, Le Otsmum to themselves, Le Dagtek Almasim Vehadrochim to reflect on their actions and on their pathways, on both, right? My overall, on the action that I'm doing and on the pathway. They fall to evil without even seeing it. And so the point is that you see how the two of them are connected to the person's habituated, the person who's already doing it, he's already in the thing. 
the understanding that Ramchal is telling us is the only way you're going to get out of it is if you reflect is if you reflect on these two things first of all on the specific action and number two on the overall pathway okay so because so he's finding this in the words of Yirmiyahu Novi because Yirmiyahu Novi is talking about actions and he's talking about also them going in their running in, in their overall general they just go back to their pathway. They go back, they, they mess up, and they just keep on going the same way that they've been going until now. Yeah? Without, without reflecting on their path. So those are the, those are the two. Is that kind of like a horse that is just continuing to go down the same pathway? Sorry? How is that like a horse in battle that's going down the same pathway? The, even though you, mm, I don't know, whatever it is, you like... Your rider just slammed his head like there was a branch, and the horse was riding, and like the branch hit him right in the forehead. And the horse just keeps on going. There's a forest of like you know 300 of these same trees that was planted to be very attractive. <laughs> Each time, right? He keep on slamming his forehead into the thing, right? Because because the the horse is just not thinking about where it's going. It's just running. It's not. Reconsidering, maybe I should take two steps to the side. Just, just the way it was presented, it seemed like the horse was just going to be going around crazy, not necessarily going down the same pathway. It's not going to know which path to go down. It's going to go a bunch, of, maybe down a bunch of different paths. No, I think I think when the horse, it, it just it just goes. The, the point is, when the horse is hearing bombs exploding, etc., it just goes. It doesn't like you know run around like a chicken without a head. It, 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 it goes straight. Without considering at all where it's going, like it, it could fall and break its neck, like it's just, it's just running. Okay. Now this is unbelievable because we're in these partials, so this is uh, Hashem is talking to us in a loud, clear voice. This, he's telling us, here is one of the fundamental nice. dangers of the Sahara, and it's mamash unbelievable how everyone knows it and still falls to it. It's just unbelievable. La Harbid Avodoso Bismidus Alibos Bneha Adam to weigh down the work, the toil in an ongoing consistent fashion on the person's heart there does not remain to him the bandwidth the, the, the availability, the space to reflect and to and to look now here you see he's being very very important he's going to almost exclusively talking about the derek because really I mean there's two things there's in the moment you have to be careful on the mice but the general picture is you have to be careful on the derek and the derek really says the toll for everything he's going to say that if you're doing the derek you're going to get Siyad Deshmaya with his heroes on the mice as well. In the Seder Vikuach, he says that 
The Lamais of the Yitzhahara is very, very strong. I think you can withstand against the Yitzhahara. The Gemara talks about the power of the Yitzhahara. Right? The only the, the reason why the Yitzhahara can't get us is if Hashem gives us Yad to the Shemaya. Yeah? Um, the words are... The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Sofa Rosha Latzadik, the evil, that's the Yitzhahara, is looking for the Tzadik, Umivakesh Lehamiso, and tries to kill him. Hashem lo yazvenu biyado, but Hashem will not leave him in his hand. Yeah? So, so if a person is himself trying and doing what he can to protect himself, then Hashem will protect him. But if not, then not. Um, the 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 Gemorian Kedushin says that even the smartest of men he doesn't have the power to withstand the Yitzhahara unless unless Hashem protects him. Yeah, and that's what he says. That it says, if, not, if I'm not for myself, who's going to be for me? I mean, you can't rely on Hashem to help you with the Yitzhahara if you yourself are not taking precautionary measures. But if you do take precautionary measures, Hashem will help you. He says also, you listen to this, he says, if you don't take precautionary measures, you know why Hashem is not going to help you? Chazal say the Gemon Bracha says, "Call me she ain bodeya, also l'rachem alav." Where are you holding? No, we're in love with alav tomorrow. Call me someone who doesn't have das, also l'rachem alav. Including Hashem to that person. Right. Hashem follows his own laws, right? There's also a great woman once said, well, bit of, 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 Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, is it? Are you mentioning a football team today? You know that the coach that that coach is taking up. He's bringing Kedusha. He's turning around. Anybody can avoid. I really got to tell you, I had such a turn off. I didn't even realize the Super Bowl today until like like. I only realized that when Boris when Boris asked me who should be having such a ball guy was saying, yeah, I'm so full. I didn't even know it. Anyway, but that. It's the body just say, "Wow, you know." Reporters just say to him, "Hey, you know, Coach Lombardi, you just you always it's so lucky with all these you know, interceptions, all these fumbles, all these great things. It's like, yeah, you know, the harder we hit them and the more great we play with, the luckier we get." It's like it's like it's not it's not like they're independent. It's not like you get fortune from that's independent from your efforts. People say the harder you work, the luckier you get. You know yeah, exactly. So that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Same thing.
Um, no, I don't think that's what he meant. I don't think he was giving credit to Hashem. Definitely not. I don't think so. But what he's saying is that God helps you in the path that you want to go. So if the path that you want to go is, he's the, like, he's not giving, is to protect yeah, I don't yourself, think Hashem is protecting I don't think he was saying. He's not giving you credit to Hashem. He's, whatever, whatever he's basically whatever saying, whatever saying we're not lucky, we're good. Yeah, he's exactly. He, you, he, he, he was saying like this. He was saying like this. There's ra- always randomness. But when you're, well, when you're like crushing the other team then they do a lot of really stupid things and then quote unquote you get lucky but really it's because you're so good that's what he was saying yes. but we're saying no we're saying when you try even though the HR would still get you because he's stronger than you are but then Hashem will help you okay do, do you believe that if I try if I sit down I plan it out and I, and I, and I, and I lay out the thing of course the Azar could get me. Are you kidding me? He could uh, put ton things together in such a way that I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, chopped liver. Right? Between the way that, how this person talks to me and then, and then this thing happens and that, I, I don't stand a chance. But if I did my best, then Hashem will help me. Otherwise, Hashem is not going to have mercy on someone that, that he, he doesn't have mercy on himself. Yeah? But, 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 to go down you know, the Lombardi path, if you're not careful, you put yourself in situations that are going to be difficult for you, then eventually, you know what I'm saying? You keep walking down dark alleys on the south side, sooner or later, something bad's going to happen. You put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, so the Eight Sahara, what does it do? It tries to make it that we're so busy. I'm so busy. I don't have time to introspect. I don't have time to do a Khajbar Nefesh. Right? I don't have time to analyze the pathway that I'm walking. Kiyudeyahu, the Eight Sahara knows. She'ilule hayu samim libam. That if we would only place our heart, we would only pay attention, we would only can introspect, contemplate. Think about what's happening. Kimat kat, just a tiny little bit. Kimat kat, just a little bit tiny. Al derchechem on our pathway. I mean, he's not asking for an hour of 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 introspection. He's asking for like ten minutes. Ten minutes a day. You don't put it in hand, right? What? I, I don't. Vaday, shemiyad hayu maschilim linochim mimasei. No question about it. People would begin to regret their actions. And remember, by the way, we're not talking about doing a virus necessarily. You know, violating the things that are written in the Shulchan Aruch. Remember what he said. Anything you do which takes you a step away from Vekos and Hashem is a bad idea. Anything where you blow opportunities to get closer to Hashem is a bad idea. This life is about striving to get closer and closer to Hashem. A very short amount of time, right? The gray hairs start coming and once they start coming, they don't slow down. That's, that's why I know he's clean shaven so he can <laughs> pretend to be a kid. <laughs> no worries. I'm too myself over there. <laughs> it's terrible. I just turned 42. I realized I'm as close to Medicare and Social Security as I am to high school. It's great. I tell that to you guys. I tell that to someone who's older than me. And 
he wasn't as amused because you can see the wheels turning like online. <laughs> you know? <laughs> See if you're, you know, the, the gross said that, right? He said that to his sister. I told her he couldn't spend much time with her. He sees the gray hair. I'm telling you, it's mine. The end is near. They're summoning me. They're summoning me. They're summoning me. Yeah. Gross said that we got gray hair. It's the first, it's the first summons. You're just ignoring the signs. Right. They're there. <laughs> I don't think about that. I don't have gray, I don't, I don't have gray hair in my no. red beard anyway. Are you sure? Well, yes. Whatever, it's one of the signs. There's other signs. I'm pretty sure. Not, not enough to be noticeable that I would think, wow, I'm being summoned. Okay. And once that would begin, then the regret would be holeches, umizgaberes, would be going and strengthening and strengthening. Bahem, Aichia, you ozvim hachet, to the point that they would leave behind sin legam rei are you hearing this he's not joking around say if you introspect on your pathway every day and and think about all the blown opportunities you would literally I would literally stop all errors dead in their tracks how many Boris, yes. in business, how many, especially nursing owners, it's a very tight business, right? Very tight. No, not, not much room for for overspending and uh, making erroneous purchases. So, you need a lot of zahiris. A lot of zahiris, right? So, you, you make a mistake once, you make a mistake twice, and you're never, make, you're never making it again. I mean, at least at least if you hired the uh, you know Apple uh, for to do the uh, you know, all the in invoice all the all the purchases. Um, that was a un, un, unsolicited commercial advertising. <laughs> okay. Vahare ze mein. This is like the, the famous advice that Paro said, Let the word weigh down heavily upon the people. Let them not get involved in, in all this nonsense, trying to rebel. His intention was to not leave for the Jewish people any... Uh, space, any any um, gap, levilti yitnu lev, so that they shouldn't place their hearts. Oh, yesimu eitzah negdo, or take advice, consult, strategize, plan to rebel against him. El haya mishtadel lehafria libum. The plan was to disrupt their hearts. Mikol. His bonus from any introspection, Bekoach Hasmodos Havoda through the ongoing work, never stopping work, Habilti Mafsekis. And he, I don't know how he used to do it because he didn't have, he did not have smartphones. So I'm not sure how he managed to, t- to occupy every moment of their day. But now it has a big, very big advantage because it can get to you literally as you're walking from the office to the car. That one moment also, theoretically, you could be either doing business or pleasure, whichever one, right? But 
no, even the walk from the office building to the car is not safe for introspection. Was Pharaoh's objective to ensure that they, they did not have time to reflect? Yeah. So they, they would not rebel? Yes. Or that they would not think about spiritual matters or both? Same thing. If you think about spiritual matters in the Mitzrayim, you can rebel. But this specifically started the taking away the straw and whatnot when Moshe That's really when he said this, right? Right. Because so he understood me. Right. That's when the, in the storyline where like there's the possibility. Oh, we got to come up with a really good plan to like make sure that they do not rebel against me. Cain he eats a yetsar hara, mamish. This is exactly what's happening. Remember, Paro is the embodiment of the Yitzhahara. This is literally what happens inside of us every day. And, uh, you know, we try to remind ourselves that we're supposed to be reviewing this stuff that we're learning every single day. Ideally in the morning. Every single day, right? This is, you're not doing it, the Yitzhahara is tricking you. It's as simple as that. He is a warrior. A warrior is not just a barbarian who charges. He's a he's a Asim. He's got uh, what? He's a, I would say he's more of a you know he's a West Point graduate, right? He he knows how to strategize, how to plan things out. He. So he's, he knows that if you cut off the enemy's uh, communication line, right, they can have a million soldiers in the field that they can't communicate, they're, they're dead ducks, right? So that's all he wants to do, he wants to cut off the communication line. Right? The general should not be guiding the soldiers. If the generals are not guiding the soldiers, that's it. You won the battle. The, he, even if the guy tries a lot, he tries really hard, he never spent those 10 minutes a day reviewing and contemplating what he was supposed to do, not going to help. V.F. Sharli Molet Mimeno, Ella Bechokma Rabba Vashkavagdo. And you cannot escape from it. Impossible. Unless you use foresight, you not be, be able to get around, right? You can you, you, be the most well, you know, the, the best trained athlete very you know cat like reflex but if you're walking along the edge of a river blindfolded you're gonna end up in the river many many times this is what the prophet spoke about it's unbelievable the Ramchal is grinding it into us is the derech you gotta pay attention to the derech to my overall pathway. What is the overall conduct that I'm doing? Is it a right conduct or not? Now here's going to be a beautiful passage from Mishle. If I need a marshal for it, it means? Hard to grasp. Hard to grasp. It's deep. I need an analogy to grab onto it, right? So what's the analogy? The analogy is don't give sleep to your eyes and rest to your eyelids and save yourself like a deer from the hand of a, of a hunter who could see poor miyad yikush
Okay. What's the difference between sleep to your eyes and rest to your eyelids? Sorry, not sleep to your eyes. Sleep. Yeah, sleep to your eyes. But it means sleep, yeah. Sleep means the eyes actually sleep versus rest to your eyelids, which means you just close your eyelids. So the gone explains not actually not on this pasuk another another place in Mishnah we talked about also Shaina Leinecha Usnuma Leelafafacha is the gone explains that sleep is where I mean, here she talks about it also but in a little bit of a different context that's why I'm using a different place um, sleep is where you actually turn off the brain where you're actually not thinking resting the eyelids the brain is working. But the but but the eyes are not seen. You close you close your eyes. You you're resting for a little bit. The goat says it's you miss no man. You you kind of dozing in and out. So the brain is still potentially working, but you're not paying attention to your surroundings. Yeah. Which means over there he says it means one is thinking about. Thinking about the overall, the overall life, the overall path that I'm doing, and the other one is keeping vigilant of the environment. I mean, there's one thing is knowing a truth. You know, I, I understand the greater reality of what it means to be mistakel by Edzbaktana of a, of an issue. Right? What do you mean to look to look at little pinky of a, of a woman? I understand, I understand that concept. But then there's also the situation. I have to understand situations that I'm in. Right? I have to be, have to be vigilant with my eyes to understand what's happening around me. There's two things. There's being wise in the ways of the Torah, understanding what the Torah wants from me, understanding what types of things are very bad, etc. And then there's also being being vigilant in the field, right? Like a soldier, good soldiers, a good army has two things. Has a good general who lays out a good game plan, right? You understand what to watch, what to stay away from, what not, etc. And then there is good players, guys with good instincts, guys that guys that have eyes in the back of their heads, right? That, that are that are able to that are able to steer away from dangerous situations. Right? So, that's the two things that are happening over here. Is he saying, you have to be intellectually vigilant, which means to say, thinking about your life, thinking about the plan, thinking about the situation. Don't be asleep. Don't be asleep. And then, even if you're not asleep, and you intellectually have a good plan, etc., but you also have to be vigilant on, vigilant on the ground. You have, to be, you have to be aware of what's happening, and, and, and watching out for cues, says, says uh, just Lamashal, the altar of Kelm, one time said, oh, I, wish you could have, I, I wish I could have some kumpot. 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 Like a fruit stew, yes. Is it a Russian word? Yeah. It's actually a French word. The Russians adopted it. So, and then he realized that as he said that, he actually felt a feeling of, oh, I'd really, you know, I'd really like some. 
a taiva. He had a taiva. He had a desire for for the for the compound. Why did he? Of course, he did. Why did he originally say it? I mean, yes, his life is there, you know, is there some, whatever, but he felt inside himself that there was a, there was actually like a desire for it. Rather than just utilizing it for a purpose. Yeah, whatever, right, maybe just, he was asking, you know, I, I don't know the exact situation, but the point okay. is, once he felt in himself, he's just saying it's important to be aware of yourself. Besides intellectual understanding, there's also awareness. Once he became aware that he had this desire... He never drank compote again. That's what it says in the Old Testament book. By, by, by uh, Rosenberg. We don't learn, but we don't learn from that, do we? Again, obviously, on level. that was on his level. When you make it to his level, um, you know, we will ask you to please take over the colo, right. and uh, and you know, then then you can have that struggle. But by just pointing out, that there's no self awareness that a person has to have. There's the abstract knowledge of so to speak true and false right except like you know what what should be what, you know what types of things that should be people should be doing what types of things people should be doing but there's an awareness of yourself being vigilant on the ground right am I am I am I am I it's not, it's not merely like internal self-awareness it's also internal external, external. It's, like, it's awareness it's like, it's like basically it's application there's, there's right, the theory yeah, yeah. And there's the application. Right. So the sleep is, don't be sleep, meaning always be learning theory. Right? Be, be, uh, understand the theory well. Right? And, 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 the, and then don't rest your eyes. Right? Don't, don't rest your eyelids, I mean. Keep your eyes open so that you're aware of the situation, both internally and externally, so that you know how to apply the theory to practice. How do you contrast that asceticism of denial of any pleasure of this world? No, he had lots of pleasure. But, but, what, but it, it didn't come from Taiva. Can you pass it? Yeah. Good. Listen. With, with a, uh, a Nazir who has to bring a Corbin for having denied himself the pleasure of wine. Right. Look at the Ramban over there. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, good. Okay, but, but those are the two things. In the heroes, you have to have the theory down and you have to have the practice. Yeah? To save yourself from the Yetzirah. The theory is which things are for a generic man with me and the situation out of the, out of the place, right? What types of behaviors are to be avoided, and what you know, what types of behaviors are desirable, right? Learning learning about how severe these different, let's say, various are, right? How detrimental this type of thing is. Learning, like, like he we just described in the in the first chapter about the, you know, what's life about, right? Uh, all these types of things, and then there is, and then there's the application, where where I understand myself. And again, you guys keep bringing up over and over again 
the concept of whenever you're learning a sugya okay, okay we, we, we have to discuss this it's, uh, we do it's, it's very important yeah okay whenever you're learning a sugya so you have a memra what's a memra Noah? statement statement the Gemara comes out and makes a statement Gemara Mishnah somebody make, comes out and makes a statement what do I know what do I know must be contained inside that statement Baruch Huh? What, what must be contained inside that statement? A chiddush, a chiddush, right? Which means there's always a default understanding before any, anyone said anything, and the member came to teach a chiddush, which is meant to push me off of the default, right? There's a certain understanding that I've had until now. Comes along, Rav, and says you should know. It's a little bit different than that. Boom, chiddush. Pushes me off of my default a little bit. Right? Then we start ra- grappling with the True, etc. We have heard many, 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 many times the concept of the Jew's ability to be Mikadish the physical world. Have you heard that expression before, Yosef? <laughs> right. Okay. What does it mean to be Mikadish the physical world, Borch? Elevated, right? In holiness. How do you do that? By partaking in it. Yeah. Okay. In a certain controlled fashion. Okay. Now, is that the default or is that a chiddush? It's a chiddush. Why is that a chiddush? Because, like the Ramchal explains in the, in the, in the beginning of Derech Hashem, before he comes to this, he, he himself talks about this. But before coming to this, first he sets up the basic rules of the game. The basic rules of the game is a man is comprised of soul and body. There's a dichotomy, there's a struggle, because the soul is a spiritual entity. Spiritual entities like to do what? Baruch? Get close to God. Right. The body is a physical entity. Physical entities like to do what, Noah? Get far away from God. Well, or get close to to physical stuff. stuff, Right. Okay. And that's where the struggle is. There's the Sahara and the Yetzirah Yetzirah wants to get involved in the physical stuff. Yetzirah wants to go and get involved in the spiritual stuff. That's the default. Now, one could stop there. That would be incorrect, right? There's a chiddush. There is a way that a person can utilize the physical world correctly. Right? And that is called being Mikhailish, the physical world. Okay? But that is important to understand that that's that that's a like a like a yotzimina I mean, the burden would be upon you to prove to me that that's what you're doing, right? The default is when you're eating that Twinkie, right? I'm assuming that you're invo- you're engaging in types of the physical world, unless it's not that way. In which case, that's that is a beautiful, good thing, right? But it's not like the other way around. Like, wait a second, what, what do you mean? Like, what, what's this status as a business? I thought we're like all into indulgence. We're not into indulgence, right? We're, we're, we understand there's a war happening between the physical and the spiritual. But the chiddush is that not only can I, can the soul win the spiritual turf, it can even win the physical turf. How? By number one, not misusing it. 
right? That's the most that's the most direct default way is by not misusing it, by not falling into his traps, by not abusing it. That itself is mikdash the physical world. And then on a higher level, is that when you do use it in a way that you need to for avodas Hashem, that 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 is that is really truly a very high level and an unbelievable thing, very very good, right? But we all have to be honest with ourselves and ask myself, you know, am I really the, what's it called? The champion, champion the, the flag bearer for being Mikadish, the physical world? Or perhaps is there a shohad, is there a bribery of the fact that I like indulging in the physical world to a certain extent. The Rav Lopiansky example you brought up, right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Right? The Kavachavis Kodesh. Yeah. So he said he wants to say to the guy, listen, just please, just don't say the Kavachavis Kodesh, okay? Just at least be honest that that's not what this is about. <laughs> How? I'm sure we've discussed this before, but the answer still escapes me. Exactly. There's a wide spectrum we could, like, like you, could, you, could, you could cut that. You could make the examination very, very precise at every single millisecond, nanosecond. Am I doing this Lashem Shemai or not? Or am I falling into Taiwan's Vulcan Zed? So I think initially when we talked about this, back in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur time, we said a good start is just before you sit down on a meal, say I'm doing this to give myself energy to do mm-hmm. to serve Hashem. And spoke then, about the concept of the Hesach Hadas. That's the the entire concept in Brachas. That those that um, those that learn here in this kolal, you know, case of Avorchan Shlosh Ochlu, Arvipsachim, we're always dealing with the concept of Brachas and Hesach Hadas. Like by Shimi Malkum, things such a thing. Maybe you, I, maybe I you can. I've heard the word Hesikadas used once in the Rashbam period. You haven't seen Tosos yet? I guess I've not seen the Tosos. But if if the Hesikadas is really the undercurrent of the whole Zogia, I haven't seen it yet. Well, that's what Shimi Malkum. That, that's I, I, on I know, a certain level, Shimi Malkum is operating with. No, he's talking about that. Something like that. Okay, okay. Sorry, so the yeah. point is, so the point is that what happens is when I when I make a bracha. I, that's, that's when I'm saying, Hashem, I'm recognizing you, and I can, there's a machlekes rishonim, if a person is eating trefus, he should make a bracha or not, I mean, if, if he's eating, if he's eating something that's not, that's not kosher, does he make a bracha, a chrona after it. Machlegis Rambam Ravid. Whatever it is. What? Yeah, I'm. Com- I have to get back into the sugya. It's by the Mishnah of that you don't make a zimun. All those things you don't make a zimun if. If you ate something that you weren't supposed to eat, for example, you ate, uh, you know, something that wasn't metukin, trumas and mices that weren't metukin, so, so you don't make a zimun. 
So the Raman says, not only do you not make a zimun, you also, you also don't make a birkas Muslim. You don't bench either. Right? Because the point is, that you, you did something that you, you did. This was not an avodos Hashem. This was not, you didn't do the right thing. You, you, what are you thanking Hashem for? He would tell you, you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you come here. Thank you so much. What do you mean, thank you? Uh, I, I didn't ask you to eat this. Don't, I didn't want you to eat this. Don't say thank you to me as if like this was done with my permission. Yeah. So, so the point is that if you're making a bracha, which means you're doing the right thing, and you makavin l'shem shemayim, as long as you don't have a hasagadas, so then to, on a certain level that that's good enough. You had a hasagadas, you lost that headspace you were in. I have to regain it. Throughout the day, you have to try to, to the extent you can. That, that's, that's already, these are big miles, but we're just talking about the heroes right now. But I'm just saying that people have to be honest with themselves. Am I the champion of being Mikadish the physical, or am I potentially being the devil's advocate? Okay, I hear.